What's happening y'all, Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com coming at you today to talk about how to get the good things in life, okay? And by good things, I'm talking about your outer reality. The truth is everyone lives for good feelings. We live and die for our feelings and every person on this planet wants to feel good. And a lot of that happiness and that consistent daily happiness comes from inner work, um, you know, being able to reframe your thoughts and positive thinking, gratitude and mental toughness and stuff that I've talked about in other vi uh, videos here. But truth be told, a lot of that stuff also comes from your outer reality, okay? I don't care who it is. I believe that every guy wants to be the man. He wants to, you know, whether you admit it to yourself or not, every guy wants money and women and respect and popularity and good food and good treatment and maybe even a little bit of fame. I know that I do. And that's after having done 20 years of spiritual study and work since I was 13, 14 and discovered philosophy and then Buddhism and Advaita and mystic Christianity and every, every spiritual tradition I studied, including in university, I was a double major in, or I, I majored first in philosophy and then switched to comparative religion. Um, and am still studying and will be studying for the rest of my life. But truth be told, I still want the same shit. My ego is just the same. I have the same desires as I did when I was seven, which is to be popular and, you know, to have money and to have the good things. And none of that's changed whatsoever. I just have more insight into it and more insight into reality. So I am very skeptical of any guy who tells you that they don't want those things. I think they're either lying to themselves or they haven't investigated enough to see what they actually want out of life. Okay. I think having a spiritual practice is really good and, you know, very useful, but you also might as well live well while you're here. Okay. If you don't believe in spirituality, that's fine. The same logic applies. It's only logical to try and live as well as you can and to have the most of the good things because that's what we want. We want to be happy, all right? As long as you're not hurting anybody, I'd say it's all good. But unfortunately, the la, la dolce vita or the good life is not available for every guy, okay? The world needs janitors and it needs factory workers and it's just not gonna be available for most people. But it can be for you if you're willing to put in the work, okay? So this is gonna be the uh, seven, what is it? Seven points on how to uh, get the good things in life. So point number one is high standards. All right, you have three choices in life. You can live, you can set low standards for yourself, you can set medium standards, you can set high standards. If you wanna live with low standards, you can just stop watching this video or listening to the audio because you're never gonna get the good things. It's just not possible. If you set low standards, you're gonna be a janitor or work in a factory, okay? By, if you wanna be treated well, you have to have high standards. That, that's the only way. Okay, and by high standards means you won't settle for less than what you want and you'll keep working till you get there. All right, everything, everything starts with your standards. You have to have high standards for yourself, period, if you want the good things. You can't just say, well, uh, you know, I'm gonna half-ass this project or, you know, I'm gonna half-ass it with girls, I'm not really gonna get in shape and expect to get the good things. It's, it doesn't work that way, okay? You know, but with that said, just if you make the decision that you're going to set a higher standard for yourself, even if you make that decision today, you just stepped ahead of 90% of guys who aren't even in the game. Okay, let me let me drop some science on you real quick. The average American watches 40 hours of TV a week. Okay, you're looking at like four and a half hours a day or something stupid. And that's an entire work week of TV watching. That's an entire week 
devoted to mindless TV that could have been used building a business, okay? These people do not have high standards. So just by setting high standards for yourself, you've leapfrogged again ahead of those 90% of people who will just work a, you know, a mediocre job and then come home and zone out watching TV, all right? Number two, get your game plan together. So once you've determined that you're going to set high standards for yourself, you need um, you need a game plan to get what you want, all right? Your game plan should consist of three things. Number one, defining exactly what you want uh, and how you're gonna get it from your mission to your yearly goals to the long-term projects you wanna focus on and that's the only way that's gonna get you where you wanna be. Number two is reality test your game plan, okay? If you wanna be a tech billionaire, you have to be exceptional. But I believe that every guy is capable of building a six-figure service business, right? real estate, insurance, copywriting, things of those nature. If you have the right knowledge and the right work ethic and you're ready to pound out 400 cold calls and 400 or 400 cold emails a day and, and get do the marketing and all that stuff, all right? So you have to reality test what you're capable of and you need to be realistic about your strengths and weaknesses and if you're not, you, you pay the price for it. I had spent, you know, my first business when I was 25 or 26, I was trying to build a, Vice Magazine clone back when, you know, Vice wasn't the way it was. It was a lot cooler back then. And, um, you know, I, I didn't have any knowledge of doing that. And it was such a massive, you know, it's such a massive brand. It's such a massive undertaking. I had no business being in, in, in that type of business, just for an example, okay? I've done much better now that I've, I've put my strengths to use and the business I'm in now really caters to those strengths. So that's, that's really where you have to look, all right? And then number three is model success. So find a guy who already has what you want and model what he's done. You'll save a lot of time by following someone else's path instead of trying to clear your own, all right? Even, even now, I'm still looking at guys who are doing better or much better and saying, okay, what's, what is that guy doing right? What's he doing with his marketing? You know, how's he connecting with an audience? Same thing if you're in real estate. You, you know, you go around and find the best real estate agents. You, you read all the books, you know, you, anything like that, okay? So that applies not just to business, but to girls, social skills, fitness, or anything you want, right? If you want to look like a certain guy, you know, read about him, see how much he's lifting in, in the gym and, and model yourself appropriately, okay? So that's point number two. That was point number two with three points within point number two. Point number three on how to get the good things in life is, is become valuable, okay? This is something I talk about a lot. So once you've set your standards and you define the good things that you want out of life, you need to find a way to become valuable, okay? From your sexual market value to your social uh, market value to your ability to be in business and sell premium products and service your customers, it's all about value, 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 okay? You don't, you don't get the good things in life uh, because you deserve them, all right? Everyone deserves to be happy and healthy and wealthy and have good relationships and feel fulfilled and do work that they love, but that's not how life works. Not even fucking close, okay? Life is barbaric to people at the bottom. That's just how it is. If you're poor and broke and work in a factory or work in some horrible job in a third world country, your life is probably not gonna be very good, all right? So understand that life isn't fair and the word doesn't deserve does not even belong in your vocabulary, okay? Do not even, Think about the idea of what you deserve, all right? If you want the good things in life, you have to earn them, okay? And that means becoming valuable. You need to learn how to earn, okay? Let me say that again. You need to learn how to earn. 
All right, I learned this at a young age. I grew up poor, fatherless, uh, bastard. My parents were never married on the outskirts of this really wealthy neighborhood where my mom was smart enough to send me to public school. So all these kids had huge houses and, and vacations and all this stuff. But I learned that if I wanted to be popular, then I would make everyone laugh in class. And I learned that if I dressed cool starting from a young age, that, that people wanted to hang out with me. And I learned that if I was the best at sports and the best sprinter and the best soccer player, then guys wanted to be my friend. So I learned to earn from, I'm talking about like six or seven, I learned that, to, okay, to get the things that I want, I can actually be more popular than these rich kids and have them coming to me if I do all these things right and if I work hard and I earn it. And I've carried that attitude with me throughout my life. I always wanted to get the good things, and I, but I've also always been willing to put in the work. I never just thought, well, I, I, I deserve this and I'm not going to do anything to get it. Okay. If anything, feel like you deserve the good things, but you're willing to, if you're going to use deserve, feel like I deserve the best, but I'm going to fucking work to do it instead of just, I deserve it and I'm going to do nothing for it. All right. Like value at its core means the ability to, I guess, transfer positive feelings to other people. Okay. If I could define value for you, because we're talking about becoming valuable, like in friendship, it means becoming a cool, nice guy who's loyal and supportive and respectful of his friends and always bringing in value and, and cool things to do. With women, it means maxing out your sexual market value, being as attractive as possible, having game, bringing good feelings, bringing a positive, cheerful attitude, being good in bed so that you're able to give her good feelings in the bedroom. Okay. And in business, it means mastering a skill, selling effectively, and servicing your clients well. If you want to know how to do both of those things, check out my book, How to Fuck Women Properly at RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com or my book, How to Sell at the same website. So when you're able to transfer positive feelings to people, you get those good feelings back in return. That's the essence of value. Okay, When we talk about salesmanship, it's always about state transference. So really what I'm doing in my website is right now I'm just giving you value. I'm, I'm transferring a positive feeling or solving a problem for you. And all my products and everything that I do is really just taking a problem and giving you a solution, which is therefore a positive feeling. Okay. That's the, probably the best way to look at value. So it's number three, number four, something you might not have heard before. It's called create reproducible or, or reproducible situational value, reproducible situational value. So Becoming valuable is important, but just as important is creating situational value, okay? And that means de designing a lifestyle where you're consistently getting good things on a daily basis based on your previous investments. So basically to get to get the good things in life, you need to be organized. You need to be work hard. You need to get up every day. You need to go to the gym and all these things. And it's if you want the good things in life, you have to set a schedule and stick to them, which means a lot of your day-to-day -day life is going to be repetitive. So you're going to find yourself in the same situations every day, okay? From your condo to the gym to the coffee shop to groceries and dinner and all these things that you have to do on a daily basis. So the smart thing to do if you want to get good treatment and you want to get respect and all this stuff is you choose the venues that, that give you respect and then you charm the people there, okay? So that way, every time you step out the door, you're not starting from scratch and you don't have to rely on your general value to get good treatment. You can coast off of all your previous investments in those different venues in those situations. Okay. Like 
you've been going to a coffee shop, all the girls know you there. When I walk in to where I get my coffee every day, hi, Will, how are you? You know, it's like, you know, we have a conversation, it's respectful, the same thing in the grocery store, the same thing in the gym, same thing because I'm nice to the security guards in my building, um, everything. And then talking to you guys, I get the value back from you. And I only go to certain restaurants that treat me well and where I know the people and the service is good. So from like top to bottom, every single day, you're getting this situational value that's coming back to you from all your previous investments. Okay. But that doesn't, it doesn't just apply to your daily life. It applies to everything you do. So for example, no matter how high value you are, cold approach pickup in the nightclub is the worst way to get women. Something I cover in my video, why nightclubs are the worst way to pick up women. It's an uphill battle all the way, okay? And I've never liked nightclubs anyways, but if you do like nightclubs and you like club girls and you like club music, the smart thing to do is not cold approach pickup, it is build situational value at your favorite venue. So the easiest way to do that is if you're like 18 to 28, you become a part-time promoter on weekends, you build a social circle around you. you, you get to know all the bartenders, you get to know a bunch of girls, and you roll up there with a bunch of girls, you get them free drinks and all this stuff. And that way, every time you step in the club, you've got home field advantage, you've got hot girls by your side, you've got a ton of social proof, you know everyone, you know, you have a good time in the club, and you can reproduce that every single weekend at your favorite venues. Or if you just like a neighborhood bar that you go out with the boys and you find a nice one with cute waitresses and good customer service. And anytime you bring someone there, that's your home turf and you guys are treated well. And you've got that previous investment coming back every time you want to go out. Same thing in business. Okay. When you structure your business properly, you can coast on work you did three years ago for your clients and still get appreciation from your work, still get money from them because they've trusted you from all the efforts that you put in three years ago, you know, when you were focusing on getting them on board and building a relationship. Now, you know, 80% of the hard work's done. You can, you can coast on much less effort because of all the good situational value that, that, that you've created in the past. Okay. So, being valuable is important, but uh, creating situational value is just as important because the bulk of your week, the bulk of your daily life is repetitive. So it only makes sense to structure your life and structure the situations that you go to so that you're able to get that respect and, and, and that, that charm back to you and all the other good things that you want because of your previous investment. All right. Number five. It's number four. Number five is price tag everything you do. So. Once you have your game plan together and you've understood the nature of creating value and, and the idea of creating situational value, you need to know how to implement that into the, the real world, be it in business or with women or in social situ situations. And it's something I talked about a little bit in, in creating situational value, but I want to expand on that in terms of price tagging yourself because I think it's a really important concept. Okay. So once you become valuable and you have something to offer, you need to learn how to set your price. And again, price doesn't come down to how much you think you deserve. It comes down to how much people are willing to pay, how much the market marketplace determines your worth. Okay. That's why at first you just aim for something you get. You aim for, if you're new to women, you just aim for fucking any girl that you can get. Okay. The first girl doesn't have to be a supermodel. Just like the first client doesn't have to pay you a million dollars. You just have to get your foot in the door. All right. An example for my business is, you know, I spent three years on RLD without even 
doing a product. I was just building traffic, mastering my craft, you know, and then I decided to release the How to Get Laid on Tinder book because my article on How to Get Laid on Tinder was my second most popular article. So I gave into the demand, but you know, it took me three years of building it before I even put a product out. And at first I charged $10 to, to see that it would sell and it did and it sold well. And as time went on and traffic went up and, and I became more valuable and my brand started to grow, I raised that price to $40. And I can, there's barely a drop in sales, but a big increase in profit, right? Okay, and, and as my business to, continues to grow, I'm, I'm gonna start doing video courses and they're also gonna be at a top price tier because I wanna sell premium products in the market and the marketplace accepts that 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 I'm, I'm allowed to. You guys determine that you'll pay for that, right? Some guys might not wanna pay for it and, and might just wanna watch free content or some guys might think I'm garbage and, and not want anything to do with me at all. It, but that's perfectly fine because there are enough people to pay my price. This is the price that I want. I want the, the, the top price because I think I'm the best and there are currently enough people to pay for that and hopefully in the future that will continue and, and also grow, okay? So that's the way I look at it. I want, I want the best for me. So you're, but I'm willing to start with nothing. That's the difference. I'm willing to start doing this shit for free and then I'm willing to start charging a cheap price and then expand to there. So that's the mentality you gotta have. You gotta set, have an idea of what your price is, but you also have to be willing to do the work to get there, all right? So your goal should be to create enough value that, that you can charge a high price for yourself. And, and the same thing applies to, to women and guy friends. Like you wanna get your sexual market value up to where you have you know the best quality women that you can attract. And you wanna get your social value up to where you have the best quality guy friends that you can attract, all right? You know, a, a wise man by the name of Little Wayne once said that walk like a hustler, talk like a hustler, stripper attitude, only money makes me move, okay? And I feel the same way. I don't do anything for free, all right? Everything I do comes with a price. Not necessarily financially, but I'm saying like, it, it doesn't have to be about money, but I'll extend an offer, but I wanna, be, I wanna be getting something back, right? Like, I'll buy a coffee for a pretty girl, but I wanna be on a good date. And you know, if that, if that, if that respect and that value isn't, isn't responded with, then, then I'm not gonna hang out with her. Or I'll buy a beer for a potential friend, or I'll buy, a first month with a new service provider for my business. I'm paying like fucking 10 service providers. Some of them I pay a lot of money, you know, because they're valuable. But if I'm not getting that value back in return, I'm out, right? Everything comes with, that's my price. And I have, I have different prices for everything, right? For an acquaintance, for a good friend, for a girl, for, for a girlfriend, you know, all those things come with a price. And you know, that, that's, that all comes back to setting high standards for yourself. Like when you set a high standard, you have to back, back it up and, and follow through on it. Like, let me ask you a question. What does a sexual relationship with you cost? For most guys, the cost is nothing. Like I'll see guys that'll be on a date with a hot girl and she's being super rude, but they don't care because they, they just want to bang her or guys will make a hot girl her girlfriend, but she's bipolar and borderline and, and abusive and on drugs but they don't care because she's hot. Like, no standards, no price tag. I don't care how hot a girl is. If she's making, if she's being disrespectful or making my life hard, she's out. I don't care, okay? Your price tag, you know, should, you know, if we're, if we're talking about just women, for example, it's gotta be respect. It doesn't matter how hot she is, 
right? The price for even casual sex is, is a girl who's at least respectful. And then let me ask you, what does your friendship cost? The, the cost should be mutual respect, loyalty, shared interest. You know, it doesn't matter how long you've been friends with a guy for, right? If you've got an old high school friend who runs you down at every opportunity and, and doesn't support your life goals and you're trying to change and he's shitting on you, he's got to go. You know, that, that's, that's just the reality. And, you know, what does a business relationship cost you? The answer should be cold, hard cash, okay? I hear about guys, they're starting out a business, they're doing all kinds of work for free and shit. This is garbage, man. Interning for someone for free or doing, you know, your client says he's, he can't pay you right now or, you know, the guy's not paying you on time. Fuck that guy, right? This is business. If he's not paying you, get the fuck out, all right? And if you're the best at what you do, if you've gotten really good at your craft, you should charge a price in accordance with your skills, okay? I talk to a lot of young guys and they're doing a service-based business and they're not charging enough. They're doing a ton of work and their average hourly output you know, works out to like $7 an hour and they're really good at what they do. No, you should be charging a premium price if you, if you have the skills to back it up. People will pay for that, okay? When you've made yourself valuable. When you've made yourself valuable, it's only natural to price tag yourself accordingly, okay? When, you've a, when, you have an abundant, when you've built your value to where you have an abundance of women, you no longer have to put up with bullshit. Okay, when you, when you have a good group of friends, you no longer have to deal with disrespectful dudes. Okay, when, when you have a thriving business and a solid safety net financially, you no longer have to have a boss telling you what to do. Or you no longer have to deal with that problem client who's always causing problems and being disrespectful and not paying on time. Okay, so the only exception would really be something like charity. Okay, charity you're giving money and not expecting anything in return. But even then, you're still giving money, like, you know, if you go help with children or you give them money, you're still, you know, getting something back in terms of seeing the smile on that kid's face. So even in that example, there is a price tag, okay? What I'm trying to say is, I'm not telling you to be like some kind of a ruthless savage. And, you know, when I do something nice for someone, I'm not thinking like, okay, calculating in mathematical precision the exact price and the exact thing that I, I expect back. No, I'm, I like to be generous. I like to give, but you know, if it happens a couple of times where I'm not getting, where I'm not getting things back, then I start to look at it and go, Hmm, what's going on here? Do I have to reevaluate this, my relationship with this girl or, you know, what I'm doing with my business or, you know, what's up with this guy? That that's sort of the, the idea that I'm, I'm talking about because, you know, to get respect, to get the good things in life, to get good treatment, you have to demand it, okay? It's a nasty part of life, but the truth is if you don't set a high price on yourself and you don't have those high standards, then people are going to pay as little as, they, as little as they can, all right? Ask Radiohead about that. Radiohead found this out the hard way. They, you know, they're your typical band is anti-corporate and all that and, and anti-record label. So, you know, I think this is about a decade ago when... when um, Napster and all that stuff and, and, and free online music was coming out and they released an album on a pay as you want model and the end result was no one wanted to pay them for their work and they never did that dumb shit again and they complained about it online about their fans not valuing their work and not paying them. It's like, yeah, guys, that's how it fucking works. If you don't charge that price tag, Maybe 10% of your audience might pay you a reasonable rate for it, but 90% of them are just going to take it for free. That's how, that's how people operate, right? 
So they never did that again. And, you know, I suggest you do the same thing in terms of setting those high standards and setting the high price tag wherever you are in, in every area. Okay. Price for your friendships, price for your romantic relationships, price for your business relationships. Even just a fucking acquaintance comes with being a cost. And the cost of that is he's not disrespectful to you. Right. And, and, you know, because the truth is people, people behave the way you allow them to behave. When you set low standards for yourself, you're guaranteed to get bad behavior. Every guy who's in a toxic relationship with a girl, it's your fault because you didn't check her the first time she did something wrong. And if she continued to do that, you didn't get rid of her. You just, you just kept allowing those behaviors to go on and on and on and escalate. And then you have a, a you know, a shitty story about it and, and you're upset about it, but it is your fault because you didn't set high standards for yourself. There's no reality where I, where I could ever be in a toxic relationship with a girl because the first time she did something crazy, I'd be like, you're, you're gone. Is it's not even possible for me to hang out with you because those standards are just fucking inborn in my reality. Okay. So you have to be able to end relationships when your price isn't being paid. doesn't matter how hot she is or how much you love her or how good the sex is. If she's cheating on you, she's got to go. If your clients in business aren't paying you, they've got to go. Or if they're late or if they're, you know, causing all kinds of problems or if your friends are disrespectful to you or, you know, yelling at you or shitting on your goals or whatever, they've got to go too. Okay. That's just the reality. Got to price tag everything. You do. All right. So. That's number five. Number six is you have to pay the cost to be the boss. Another wise man, James Brown, said the same thing, and I agree. More struggle, more striving, more sacrifice, more work, more turnover, more haters, more self-reliance, everything. So you want to be the boss, you you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. You want all the good things in life, you're gonna get haters. You're gonna get, you're gonna have to work harder than everybody. You're not going to be able to cry on anyone's shoulder. You're going to have to become really self-reliant. Um, you know, if you want to be treated like a boss, you have to act like one. Okay. That means that you have to rely on yourself to solve your problems. Okay. Not whining, complaining on your girlfriend's shoulder. You want your, you know, your girlfriend to look at, be, at you as a leader and, and, you know, make you feel like a man, feel good. That means you can't be there sobbing on her shoulder or, or, you know, crying on her chest when, when you have a problem. Okay. You got to be able to handle that shit on your own. If you, if you want to be treated that way, you have to, you have to pay the cost to be the boss. You have to be willing to do what it takes and you can't whine and complain, you know, when things aren't going your way, if you want people to treat you at that high level of respect, right? It's just like if you're running a business and you have a bunch of employees and you have a tough month, you can't be crying and asking the guys, what do I do? I don't think we're going to make it this month. Those employees are going to be getting ready to leave. They're going to be like, man, I'm not going to be getting paid. I don't have confidence in this guy. I thought we were moving forward. You know, now I don't know what to do. They're going to start looking for a job. And then your whole situation is going to get even worse because they're going to, you know, abandon you at your low point. That's just how it goes, man. So you got to pay the cost to be the boss. That's number six. And number seven is the final point and, and maybe the most important one because it's more of a cautionary tale is always recognize reality, okay? So getting the good things in life is not free. Not only do you have to pay the cost to be the boss, but you have to be able to look cold, hard reality in the face without blinking, all right? Just because you demand high standards doesn't mean everyone's going to comply, all right? So 
You need to be constantly calibrating yourself to your surroundings. It's very important that you do that. Just because you want it doesn't make it a reality. You might be able to make it a reality in the future, but you have to recognize where you are right now, okay? Just because you want a harem of supermodels doesn't mean that's, that's realistic for right now. Just because you want a billion dollars doesn't mean that's realistic. You might be able to make $10 million and have a Ferrari and drive around with some really hot girls, but that's the future you, right? You have to recognize where you are right now. You can't expect to be treated like the man that you want to become when you're where you're at right now, okay? So let me give you an example from my business and your perspective, okay? If you're a new reader or watcher of my stuff, I might, you might be listening to me like, okay, this guy's offering a little bit of value. Maybe I'll check him out. If you've been reading me or listening to me for a long time, I might offer you a lot of valuable and my, my advice is, is really valuable to you in your life. And you, you put me on, you know, high in a high position. But if you're an airport security guard, I have zero value to you and you don't give a fuck about me whatsoever. Okay. Despite all the things that I, I think I might have going for me, the airport security guard, I'm just another pa person passing through his lineup. And if he wants me to take my shoes off and go through my luggage and squat down and fucking cough, well, I'm going to do that because he has all the fucking guns behind him. And that's just the reality. Okay. What I'm not going to do with is argue with him and yell at him and, and tell him shit like, I'm a lifestyle designer. How dare you do this? Like, he doesn't give a fuck about my business or anything that I'm doing, right? He doesn't give a fuck about that. It doesn't matter if I got huge. It doesn't matter if I got to the level of Tony Robbins. He doesn't care. I'm just a guy walking through his lineup. He has the guns. He has the power. I might fucking hate that guy, but I don't argue with reality, okay? Arguing with reality in the airport is going to put you in the fast lane to the interrogation room, right? And, I mean, that's just... That's just the shit you got to recognize. Having high self-esteem is important. Setting big goals for the future is important. But failure to recognize reality right now is deadly. Failure to, rea to recognize reality results in delusion. That's why I don't like a lot of that NLP stuff. There's good stuff in NLP, but I don't like a lot of the NLP where it's like doing visualization exercises to approach a girl where you imagine you're 10 feet tall or you're Superman or any of these other things. I prefer to look at the actual reality and calibrate 1000% to that, right? To what is going on, to, to observing what is going on around me. Because when you fall, when you don't observe reality, when you don't recognize reality, you fall into the delusion trap, okay? And delusion hurts you in three ways. Number one, it sabotages your plans for creating a better reality, okay? Because it's not possible to plan for future success when you haven't understood the present, all right? That means like, if you're not doing well with girls, you have to backwards engineer and, and use deductive reasoning to go through all the things why it's not working for you. And then you have to be able to look and say, okay, this guy's doing well, what's he doing right? How do I reverse engineer what he's doing? Or if your business isn't going well, okay? It's like, well, is it my marketing? Is it my sales? Is it the, the, the quality of the products? You go through every little area and just instead of saying, no, I'm fucking great. They're just losers. You know, her loss, right? If the girl's not into you, fuck, fuck that bitch. She's no good anyways. It's her loss. Like that, that kind of mentality, you know, is not going to help you. Okay. Delusion's bad for the second reason, because you can't learn from your mistakes. 
all right? It's important to have high self-esteem, but you have to recognize when you fucked up. Or, you know, I made a mistake here, right? I fucked up this, you know, I got into a relationship with someone who wasn't a good person. I fucked up, right? Instead of not admitting that mistake. Being able to admit when you mis when you made a mistake and the faster you do it, the, the fucking easier it is to move forward and get back to getting those good things in life. And lastly, the, the, the third reason why it's so fucking dangerous to be delusional is, is because it's just straight up dangerous. You know, pride comes before a fall and delusion is, is what puts you on the wrong end of that world star hip hop highlight reel. When you're, when you're outside on the street corner, you're yelling at the guy, fuck you, man, fuck you, what the fuck you gonna do? And you think you're a better fighter than you are and that guy comes up and just one punch knocks you out and then puts you to sleep on the sidewalk. Well, delusion's what got you there, right? Delusion's what, what gets every, you know, so many of these celebrities in trouble when they go from being dirt broke to being worth $30 million and now they think they're a god and they walk around acting like that and they alienate all the producers and all their coworkers and, and all the people who work in media because they become so unbearable and so out of touch with reality and then they lose everything that they have, right? So it's very, very important to, to have standards and have value and price tag yourself, but also actually look at, the, at, at actual reality and always be calibrating to that, right? Even if you, if you come up and, you, and you've built a really high price tag for yourself, if your business takes a hit, well, okay, maybe we gotta get the price tag back down you know, for now, until we can come back and, and put that higher price tag up, right? That's very, very important. Always look at and recognize reality, all right? So, that's it. I hope you found this useful, okay? And again, this is not about beating yourself up, but it's about admitting, all right, I want money, I want girls, I want respect, I want popularity, maybe I want a bit of fame, I wanna be treated well in all the venues that I go to, I wanna be the fucking man, and you know what? I do too. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think if you're being honest with yourself, that's how every guy wants to live. So recognize that, recognize where you are, and then look at what it takes to get you to the next level, right? And you do that by setting those high standards, adding, becoming valuable, creating that reproducible situational value, price tagging yourself, paying the cost to be the boss, and recognizing reality so that you don't fall into that delusion trap. And that's it. So hope you found that useful. And if you do have any questions, let me know in the comments section on my YouTube or on my site, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. Also check me out, Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, all the links are in the YouTube description. And as always, I wish you all the best in your personal development journey.